right, guys. We're back once again. It's Reg. It's Stone. And we're speaking to you from a faraway place. A place called the internet. A place where we aren't here tangibly in the same place. But spiritually, we are all connected. We're breaking new ground today, people. Yes, yes, yes. We're out here struggling, trying to bring you, bring you this podcast. Stone is out there, you know what I'm saying? Stone out there got shot, you know what I'm saying? I'm He's out there, right you know what I'm saying? I, I can't leave the house. It's, it's like on some Tupac stuff, you know what I'm saying? Cops roll up on him, try shooting back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he crawled away, and now he's recuperating, so he had to do this, you know what I'm saying, while he's in the safe house, you know what I'm saying? We had to do this from remote. <laughs> uh, apparently, like Takashi Six Nine Six Nine is like looking for me. Apparently, so <laughs> he's the one who he's, he's the one who snitched, man. He's the one who snitched. That's how he got. That's how he got <laughs> out of general pop. <laughs> I started start watching the new Narcos, and now I'm paranoid. I can't do that. Uh, but anyway, guys, yeah. So uh, if you notice anything different in the IEO quality, that's because I am in Harlem and Reg is in Brooklyn. <laughs> It might not, it might sound like a 1925 gramophone. We don't know exactly. It's a, you know, it's a, never these worlds will ever meet. Harlem, Brooklyn, be from way back. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're going to try this out regardless. <laughs> Test run. We're in this together. So uh, so yeah, man. Um, you know, kind of a slow news day for uh, for for music. Um, it's slow. It's slow enough. That I actually started like reading about music news about the Country Music Awards. Ooh, that's definitely what the average black man spends his evening doing. <laughs> that's how slow. That's like that's how I was like, <laughs> something to talk about. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, the CMAs happened." I'm like, "Wait, wait, I don't even know what that is." But uh, <laughs> but, uh but no, I'm like, so it's actually kind of interesting because um, there's this dude Kane Brown who. Um, I, I do. I don't listen to country, country, so I'm not really hyped to this. But apparently, a couple of weeks ago, he had like the number one album in the country. Uh, and Kane Brown was like half white, half black, uh, country singer from Georgia. Um, pretty much, it, like like one of the few black people in country music um, who's kind of like you know kind of making waves. Um, and it's actually kind of interesting. I've been reading a lot of articles about him, and you know, he, like he just dropped a new album, and whatnot. He's kind of the highest singing country sold out tour, um, and he's still not getting the respect that from the country establishment that he feels like he deserves. So, like at this the CMA Awards, you know, the dude has the number one album in the country. Like they wouldn't let him perform. He just was like an introducer, you know, like a presenter or whatever. Um, and, you know, the most interesting thing about Kane Brown versus some of the other people in country who are, who are black is he's actually opening, open, at least openly, openly talking about race, which is actually, it's a new thing for country. It's like bringing country into 2018. <laughs> 2018, bringing country into like 1970. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> So no, I mean I'm I'm kind of fascinated by the dude. Like I, I tried to listen to the album, and country is just not it's not my thing. Uh, I know Reg, you were talking about how like you you were like expecting it to be more hip hop. 
And like for me, it's it's more honky tonk to me. You know, I I think it's it's no diss to Kane. It's just this no diss to Kane. I feel like it's I feel like it's old school hip hop, Big Daddy Kane. But uh, I think that with country music specifically, there's been this whole trend of where I think in general. I mean, you know, the the sound of hip hop has kind of eased its way into many places, and I think that you know it could be you know you had your Katy Perry doing doing songs with Juicy J. And obviously in the pop landscape, it's very blatant where here is, you know, here is the trap drums, the trap hi-hat, the, the bass line, the synths, and here's a rapper. Um, with country, what they've been kind of doing is, for the, and as we know, since the, the rise of, it's always been that way since Garth Brooks. There's, there's always been, for at least a couple of decades, this, this solid country pop lane. Like, that's, that's just the way it's been. And it feels that, particularly with, what Taylor Swift did where she went from country to like a hundred percent pop that a lot of country art stars since then have kind of followed that same exact way. You've got some country stars that say like a Casey, Casey Musgraves where she's able to kind of be in both worlds where, you know, she does country music, but it's so upbeat and so well done. You kind of think it's pop, but it's still country where Taylor Swift was going full, full pop. And the thing with that is right now, pop is kind of hip hop. So I, there's a lot of country stuff you'll hear where it may not, obviously, you're not going to probably hear somebody rapping. You're not going to hear like, you know, these, these eerie minor tone, you know, mi- minor chord synths, but you will hear little hi-hats. You will hear a little yelp. You will hear, you know, that, you know, certain 808 hits at certain on the fours that you kind of expect in hip hop. And when I first heard about Kane, he was basically doing this song. And we discussed this like off the record before where like, you know, the hook comes, it's pure country pop, the saccharine and ugh. But when he's doing the verses, it's basically like, you know, Drake, Drake rap singing type stuff. And so I kind of expected more, more of that from him. So I'm actually kind of happy. It's honky tonk because it kind of at least it's a little more subversive than it would have been for him to kind of stay in that lane being somebody who's biracial. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and I, I think it's kind of interesting too because, you know, country. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I still don't know if he's that that crossover artist that that's gonna like you know, cause you know there, there are country artists that have worked with like, uh, you know, hip hop artists before, um, like <laughs> Big and Rich. Yes. Um, um, I mean, there's a few that, that that's kind of like done that crossover thing, you know. Like Nelly had like a country album, you know. Uh, you could make the with, argument say something. Chris Stapleton was pretty kind of hip hoppy, had a little beef to it. Black people love Chris Stapleton. <laughs> like he might he might go high in the racial draft. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, there's always been this, this kind of crossover um, appeal. Um, and I, I think like so, something that you said uh, when we were kind of texting each other back and forth frantically trying to figure out what to talk about. <laughs> um, Kane Brown's almost like the Drake model uh, applied to country, you know, kind of a biracial dude, you know, like decent looking dude. Um, but he does have the ability to kind of cross over at certain points. Um, there is a song called Weekend that I just heard from his new album. That's probably like the less country of like all the tracks I heard. And it's literally just kind of like a Drake song. Yeah, no. It, it, 
I can, and I can definitely, he's kind of, like he's like you said, he's he's got a certain look about him. He's got a little pretty boy look. It's He's he's young. It's something where, he like, you know. And, yeah, he looks like a country singer. Yeah, ex- oh, absolutely not. If you, if I, I would I, I would have definitely, I, I wouldn't think he's a rapper, but I would definitely think he's just a regular-ass pop singer. Yeah. Like, he looks like he wears, like, Supreme and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like he looks like a certain kind of hype beastie, you know, metropolitan-y. You know, he looks like, like a cool LA kid, pretty boy singer, honestly. So it's pretty, yeah, no, yeah, no, definitely. Um, but yeah, like, like uh, <laughs> well, he does have the, the, the song called "Short Skirt, Skirt Weather." Uh, I mean, to be honest, it sounds like a Billy Ray Cyrus song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And that was actually like the first song I heard from him, and I'm just kind of like I I couldn't even put two and two together. Wow. I was like, oh yeah, I'm you know like hip hop country. All right, I'm I'm here for it. Why not? I'm here for it. And that's the first song I heard. I was like, dude, like I I, I can't comprehend. <laughs> <I'm>, not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. I can't. I, on one hand, like I said, I actually like the fact that he's trying to bring it back to. I mean, I like the fact that it's actually cheesy. I think it. I think it would have been very easy for them to, and not to be. It's. I think it's. Even though on paper now it makes sense to go to Drake model, it could have easily been the Taylor Swift, where it's just like, look, all we'll have is a little country hook, or maybe country verses, and then in, in a in a pop chorus, or vice versa, and kind of ride that wave. I kind of like the fact that you know. On some level, he's like, I- I'm country as hell, and I'm going to sing my little corny-ass honky-tonk, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus shit. It's kind of cool. No, it, it, it's definitely cool. It's definitely cool. Like, like the thing I really love about this dude is country doesn't know what to do with this dude. You know, like, like we've had black country singers before. Uh, shout to Cowboy Troy. Cowboy Troy. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's Rucker, you know, like, 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 you know, he he's gone, he went country a long time ago. He's doing pretty well, but those are still kind of like traditional kind of looking dudes, and you know, like, like they kind of toe the line. Um, whereas, like this, you know, Kane Brown, even though he kind of sounds like you know the rest of country, like he's not towing that line, you know, like you know, he's twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, I'm not saying like the dude is woke, but you know he understands that he's different, and he, he's kind of pushing like the boundaries. Um, and like I like the fact that country doesn't know what to do. Like country's already like on, you know, they're kind of squeamish because like a lot of, of female country singers um, are kind of like going at them because I, I guess like country radio doesn't really play a lot of female artists. Um, and I think like at the CMAs, which I did not watch, um, I don't even know what channel it's on, <laughs> but <apparently laughs> it doesn't even exist in my world. Yeah. Like I, I, I didn't realize how black I was until I, I started digging into this, but, um, you know, like, like I, maybe it was Katie Musgraves or somebody like was kind of saying like, you know, like protesting, like the lack, like the lack of like females. Uh, in country, like getting like recognition. In country oh, I can radio. definitely see. Musgraves has a, a, a love her. It's weird. I, I I hear about her music a lot, but I hear about her activism even more. She's like the Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But like, like you know, country music is basically like these old white men, and it's great to just yes, absolutely. Her, you know, 
<laughs> my favorite <laughs> hobby in the world. <laughs> you know, like I like you know, I like I thought this was Trump's America. Like what's happening yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs> Women and minorities want rights. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the dude. Like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really curious to see like what, uh, what he's going to do. Like, uh, you know, like what his career holds, like the dude's still young, you know? So, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Drake jumps on, 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 on a collab. Oh yeah. No, and, 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 and the, oh, the, the King Swagger Jacker probably will actually, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, the dude was like jumped on a Spanish like track and started singing oh, and, in Spanish. And I mean, worked it, dude. Like it was like like the scary thing about Drake is that uh, because I I was reading an article basically and it was it was about ironically enough Juvenile Ha how how it recently had an anniversary, and it was kind of pointing out the fact of where you know a lot of New York rappers are kind of hating on Juvenile Ha because you know it's not lyrical and he's off beat, but they had a point where they said when Jay Z hopped on the remix. My man was just falling off that that bull every every half second. He just couldn't ride it at all. And so it's interesting because someone like Drake, Drake is just able to kind of morph and just kind of hop on whatever he needs to. So it'd be interesting. And and even with, even though like I was kind of making fun of Kane stuff, like as if you know for following that Drake model, like he's still crazy like him, like him. He's able to do honky tonk shit and kind of do like regular ass pop shit. So I think it's, we're in this weird place where. Like to kind of be pop, you kind of have to, you know. Like again, going back to the proto Taylor Swift, maybe it's the idea where you really can just be like, all right, I'm just really good at this lane. You got to be able to like ride different beats and have different, you know. I can't say I wouldn't say flows per se, but different kind of ways to attack the pop as a genre because it's it's just anything now. No, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. I, I think it's just. Um... Again, you know, it's, it's it's beautiful to see this. This is this is almost a product of twenty eighteen. You know, it's like you literally can be anything you want, <laughs> except, except a minority. Yeah, except a minority, wah, wah, but wah. you know, like, but you know, I want to be a country singer tomorrow. You know what? <laughs> and you can do this. You know, like nobody's saying like you can't do it. Which is like, really oh no, nah, I don't. I don't know Ooh. if I'm looking forward to the SoundCloud country wave though. Oh god, oh god. <laughs> but uh, didn't your boy uh, Young Thug already like start going oh, into that? Yeah, lane? he did have that country themed R and B. He did with what was it? He had a uh, Miley Go Hard. <laughs> Was like his little protege who was doing a lot of the country singing background on it. Like the the lane is open. It's, I, the lane is mad. Well, we might have to close that lane. I charge a heavy toll. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if I want to be be in that future. That future's a scary future. <laughs> uh, well, no, nah, you know what? <laughs> hey Brown, don't listen to the haters. <laughs> Money, hey, you know, get that, get that country, <laughs> get that Nashville, that Nashville cakes. You know what I'm saying? Get, 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 stack it up, stack it up. Don't listen, don't listen to somebody like me. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, <laughs> please don't play it around my presence. So, what you listening to, Stone? So, I just listened to Lakaley Forty Seven. Ooh, nice. Nice. Yes. 
Yes. Um, so, look, Kaylee 47, if, if you don't know about this girl, like, I, I, I've been, like, begging people to check her out since 2015. Literally since 2015. I actually went back today, and I was just kind of like, when was the last time I, like, shouted this girl out? I was like, oh, yeah, 2015. And it seems like, you know, America is not ready for her. I, I don't know. I, I, like, I think she's like the spiritual successor of Missy Elliott. Um, I wouldn't even say like she's biting Missy Elliott, but like if you like a rapper who can sing and rap and throw down, and you like Missy Elliott, you will like LaKaylee Forty Seven. Um, I, you know, like that's just how it is. Um, so this is like her third album, I think. Um, that just dropped called Acrylic. And, and she released it weirdly, uh, similar to uh, Denzel Curry, where uh, it, it, it was actually a bunch of EPs she dropped to build this album. And I forget the timetable, but it was like within like a weeks or months where it was like, here's one EP, here's another EP, bam, everything leads to this one big album. Yeah, and, and the album, you know, I know you said that the album was hot. I'm not going to say it's my favorite. Uh, I mean, his, I, and I get that point, and, and, and I agree to that point. I think what I like about uh, her as an artist is that in this album, because here's, here's the thing. So she makes a fucking club banger, period, end of story. If you have anything that's remotely four-on-the-four type, clubby, housey dance set, she kills it. The Probably the only one yeah. I think who compares like, I still think, and it's an unfortunate, our problematic fave, Azalea Banks, is probably the queen of that lane. She's right behind her. The unfortunate thing is, it's kind of music for heads. It hasn't really crossed over in the pop realm. It's something you'll hear yeah. two in the morning at this crazy, cool club where these beats come on. It's not something you'll hear at, like, you know, your regular, you know, TGI Friday background during, you know, happy hour. Um but I think I think it's a viable art form. It's hard. It's hard to do a good dance song, and she's got a shitload. And I think there's something that's respectable about that. I think of this album, and I think I see why you may not be a big fan. But I think in this album, she's trying growth. I think there's a lot of. I think she hits. I think she hits. You know what it is? She nails the landing on these songs. The only thing is, like in you know gymnastics, not all of them are like tense. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And, and I think, too, you know, because I, I remember my boy saying, like, you know, I mean, and you saying, too, it's like, she makes songs for heads, but she doesn't have that hit. Yes. Like, you have that thing that, like, everybody can coalesce around. I wish that, like, Fuck the Summer Up, or even, um, you know, like, uh, Girl Blunts, like, I wish those would be hits, because they're, like, to me, those are club bangers. Yes. <laughs> that everybody can coalesce around, but, you know, whatever. It's like, that's not the case. Um, and I, you know, I do feel like, you know, maybe she was trying to find uh, more of, like, a mainstream sound with this album, um, which I don't think I was ready for. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. I could definitely see that. Yeah, and I, and I think it's just, it's one of those things where, I think it's like Hoyt Shimmerhorn, I think that that track, to me, just kind of sounded like a bad A and R's idea. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I could definitely agree with that. 
And like, I, I think what I liked about her first couple albums is that they didn't seem like they're A and R to death. I feel like this album was kind of A and R to death. Oh, and, and kids, A and R is artist and repertoire. It's like kind of like your quasi manager slash like you know marketer who kind of like defines your sound and blah blah blah. Um, and when I say A and R to death, it's mainly a record label will say we need to make money off this artist. <laughs> yes. Um, let's make them sound like so-and-so. It's, because so-and-so is popular. It, it, it's why, kids, if you buy any rap record, you know, for the past 20, 30 years, there's always like two or three songs that sound conspicuously like R&B songs, no matter how fucking they are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so I, I I need to put that that definition out because I think somebody like approached me and said, "What like, what do you mean A R to death?" But but yeah, that's exactly what what that is. Yeah, um, the more you know. Um, but yeah, no, so yeah, I I I think I was not expecting that, and I think there's kind of better ways for her to kind of approach mainstream, and I think the mainstream is so open right now. <laughs> that I, I think she could have continued to experiment. Um, and it kind of sucks, because I, I, I see her, like, she almost can kind of work with, like, I, I, I wish she could, like, she'll be working with, like, some, you know, not even mainstream producer, producers, but, like, her and, like, a Kate Trinata would be dope. Her and, like, a Diplo would be dope. Yes. You know, her, you know like, 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 even, like, if she wanted to do more hip-hop and stuff, her knowledge, like, I feel like there's so so many lanes that you can utilize, um, and, and it kind of sucks to to see her. And not saying like it's her fault. I think it's just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who to blame, but it kind of sucks to kind of like see her maybe not realizing that on this album. Yeah, I feel, and you know what it is too. I, going back to your point about Diplo, I feel like she just needs a team. I feel like to a certain extent that. Uh, and it's weird because, I don't know, maybe it's that weird thing about, I, I mean, this goes into a whole other conversation about New York rap and how it's kind of splintered. And I feel like she's somebody where, you know, if, if she was with, like you said, like a Diplo or like Da with, it's, it's so weird. I can't even name a, a hip hop group in New York that would, that she could kind of meld with easily. But like, it's, it's something where I think if she was able to kind of, like you said, a Kachanada or something like that. It'd be perfect. It'd be a space for her. Like if she was on like like the West Coast of like those brain food dudes, it'd be a fucking rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. And it's just like weird because you know she's kind of in this New York place where you know definitely we still make fucking dance club bangers, but that's about it. You know, New Yorkers are kind of happy with just like you know you know this one dope song comes out. You know, because I know DJ, so it's like I've got this dope track and it kind of sneaks into the set and it's late night. And the DJs kind of all share it, and that's about it. And it comes this cool song, and it's cool this vibe, but that's not going to really sell you, you know, millions and millions of records. And uh, like looking at it, I see she's like signed to RCA too, so it's like she doesn't really probably even have that same kind of freedom. Like going back to the A and R to death, where she would have had if she was like, you know, purely like you know, Young Turks or something. Let's say. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um... But no, I mean, regardless, I I, I I urge people to check her out. Like, <laughs> like there's all these people who are like, man, there's no like great like female rappers. There's nothing like good in hip hop. Blah blah blah. It's all mumble rap. I'm like, have you not checked out this girl? 
know, like like she's she's everything that you want. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's been spitting too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like she can spit, she can sing. You know, again, like like I I love her club bank. Like Girl Blunt is probably one of my favorite. It's becoming my favorite tracks of the year. Um, just because it just goes so hard. It goes super hard. It goes super duper hard. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 but the thing is, she's got, like, money. She's got a lot of dope. Like, like it sucks. Like, I, I just wish that, like, you know, and, and maybe, and I feel weird, because I feel like maybe we're being negative. You know, it's a little early. You know, this, it's, it's, if anything, like, look at Check West, man. It's not, it's no, it's no longer necessarily a race all the time. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a marathon. You know, it's, it's, it, so hopefully, you know, she's had some she's had some exposure which because she had they played some of her songs on Insecure. I think it was definitely yeah. first, I think yeah. this season too. So, you know, hopefully yeah. it, it can just kind of she can just start vibing out. You know what I'm saying? You you know what I discovered today? Like she had a track of Pussy Riot. Oh wow. Yeah, you see really dope. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and and that's what's weird. It's like you could tell she's talented as fuck, but it, maybe it is like Missy. I think going back to the Missy thing, maybe that's the allegory where it took Missy to be with Timberland. They kind of blow up, and not to say that they aren't the yin to the yang, but just because the music industry how fucked up it is, like you know the idea you've got to be twice as good. She literally had to come with a once in a lifetime producer <laughs> for them both to kind of break through the walls, and it makes yeah. you wonder if that is that that same sexism happening here, where it's just like, oh, we don't have space for you. You're not Cardi B, you know. You're you're not the indie. You're not you know you're not the Lizzo that we could have on the indie space. You just we just have no place to put you, so you're gonna have to sit in the corner. There could only be one, apparently. Yeah, so it's a, it makes you wonder. Huh? I mean, but like I said, it's it's dope, and like and, and like she's 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 been around for a minute, so like hopefully she has a long career. Like I said, I hate how we kind of speaking bad about it because like fuck it, maybe she maybe she got her money, quote her song. So you know, props to her, and if, and if, and and you guys listening, definitely download. And if she comes to town, check her out. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And then uh, I guess I, on my end, my 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 my, my contribution to the rapidy rap is this young hip hopper that everybody's going nuts about, called uh, JID. And uh, he's a he's a East Atlanta, I don't know something something Atlanta, South Atlanta, North Atlanta, Northwest Atlanta. He's a <laughs> he's, he's an Atlanta rapper, and the thing is, uh, so he's been bubbling around a lot, and basically his claim to fame is he's a rapidy rapper. He's somebody where. He spits a thousand and one bars. Enough where you're gonna love this. For a half second, I thought he was a white rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. Yeah, that's racist. You know, they love the double time rapping. You know, that's something that just happens. I can't. And something about every from from your Eminem to your Machine Gun Kellys to you know, it's just that double time rapper. They can't like, even when they're good rappers, they just can't leave it alone. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, he's got this really anxious flow that honestly. At the end of the day, it really sounds a little more like a young Kendrick. He's, he's got a yelpy voice that reminds me. Actually, it reminds me a lot of and <laughs> skills withstanding of uh, Playboy Cardi. Like almost sounds like a teenager, like a forever teenager. But mm-hmm. uh, he's just spitting hard in that young Kendrick kind of flow way. So he's got this project called <laughs> Young DiCaprio, and uh, sorry, not the, the Young DiCaprio, DiCaprio too. And uh, so. It's something where, because I, I listened to it and I was expecting a lot more, you know, like Atlanta stuff or blah, 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 because he's popping popping here and there. But uh, I think he, he's definitely trying to level up here. Like, I think in his mind, this is a section 80. And uh, 
obviously that's a classic. So I'm not going to say it's actually 80 level, but he hits it a lot more than you expect. And he's, and he's really grown a lot. And I, I think, um, let's start with the production. Um, with the production here, there's a, it's, 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 it's very like some of the beat switches are there. Like he, it goes to different worlds where he's got one song where it's almost old school hip hop samples, but a good, like one that would have been respectable in the nineties, like not something like a cheesy hack made out. If like somebody dusted off like an old beat that would have been hot back then and played it. So that's solid. You've got, uh, at least one song, uh, that reminds me of uh, Slick Talk, which has like a, a sickle mode type switch. So I guess mm -hmm. we're in a, a, a post-sickle mode era now where we hear a lot of these abrupt beat changes from now on. That's that's what's the hottest in the streets. That, that, um, that song could have been two great songs. But... Yes, yes. It, that Drake song had to die. It had to die a death for us, for us to live, to save for our sins. But, uh, both. And then, like, and he's just well-rounded. And he's got somebody where he's got, like, you know, even though he does a rapidly rap stuff, and it's a lot, like, you know, it's, it's kind of a vibe you might hear of, like, Kendrick and a lot of other rappers. What's cool about him is that he shows how he's able to work that, make it very versatile. So he's got a song of ASAP Ferg, and it sounds like ASAP Ferg song, where it's just all, you know, all hooks and all boastful hooks. He's got a song of Method Man, where he's just doing the old school Method Man and um, Joey Badass, where it's, you know, old school trading bar stuff. He's, there's even another part in the album where he kind of basically, you know, chose homage, but you know, back in the day, he bites a couple of Method Man lines, where I was like, oh shit, he kind of threw that in, in, you know, threw those bars in a regular ass trap song. He's got R&B songs with uh, Six Lack, <laughs> aka Black, you know, and then, so he's just somebody where I think of this record, he's just trying to show that, yo, I could do, I could do it a lot. And I, I think if there's anything that the reason why I would say it's like, oh, it's a classic, it's a classic, classic, classic. It's because he's still growing as an MC. You know, the bars are there. He's not always saying something, but there are some like dope and disrespectful lines there. I, I think it's like I said, it, 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 he kind of skips over that or he's able, I won't say skip over that, but he's able to kind of avoid that pitfall because there's this youthful like exuberance behind his rapping. Like he just, you can tell it's somebody where he's smiling and loving to rap on the mic. And I think it's something that's kind of missing and it's kind of this, you know, very trappy. Everybody's out there, you know, making money and, you know, you know, with the, with the Philippe Tex being all depressed and shit, where it's kind of cool to kind of hear somebody really fucking have to kind of be on the mic. And I think, you know, this album, I don't think it's going to be in my top 10, but it's definitely an album where I think that it's definitely going to be like an, under, you know, an album that, you know, an artist to watch, let's say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yo, that, 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 you, you could be the A&R, man. That, that. Oh, hey, see? Oh, I got, I got it out there. I'd be like, yo, J.I.D., you're going to call up. Look, I already have it. You're going to have a Taylor Swift song. He's going to have a song with Migos. Oh, wait, 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 check this out. Migos and Taylor Swift on the hook. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now right. we got to have 90s R&B. So what we'll do is I'll call up, because I know Casey and JoJo, so I'll call up Casey and JoJo. They'll sing the hook. But to bring it back to modern era, I'm going to go trade songs. Now you got JC, JoJo, and Trey Songs on this. Oh, look, I'm look, multi platinum right here. Well, I already see the cocaine and hookers. I already see it. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So, side note, I, number one, I'm going to check out this album. Uh, it sounds great. Like, it seems like right in my alley. So, like, 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 thank you. The, the promo team needs to, like, you know, give you a solid. Um, I tried my best. Um, oh, before I fight hate. Why does Apple insist on putting censored versions of albums? Stop that, Apple. You suck. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you need to be on Team Spotify. <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's depressing. 
But uh, but no, like I was on a really side note, and I know we gotta get out of here. Casey and JoJo need to be like out here. These kids loving this nineties R and B. Casey and oh, JoJo no. need to be everywhere. Oh no, absolutely, and 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 obviously, you know, they had a rough couple of years, you know. <laughs> They were, they were living their little, you know, best, you know, Keith Richards lifestyles for minutes. But <laughs> but I think in this era, because, like, come on, man, you had, speaking of um, Playboy Cardi, Playboy Cardi had a sample of Joe to see. Uh, they had a Jeremiah and a Ty Dolla Sign album where, they, where Ty Dolla Sign was doing his, his, his best Joe to see impressions and ad libs. It, it's their time. Like, yo, exactly. They make bank right now. I don't get coming out here. Look, and then, and then, and honestly, they could come out here and make bank, and guess what? At least to more money for more drugs. That's <laughs> <laughs> me, and that's me as the A and R. You know, I'll be out there getting them out there singing. You know, making that cash and getting that heroin. That's my job as an A and R person. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, people. And on that positive note. Guys, girls, ladies, aliens, puppies. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for bringing me. I, yeah. I, I, I was doing my, um, I was looking through the stats. I was doing my whole like data science role today. Uh-huh. Uh, shouts out to Russia. Shouts out to, to Venezuela. Shouts Venezuela. out to UK. Like, uh, we out here. France was good. Uh-huh. Like, we're international. I'll bring it. Shouts out to all y'all. Um, I know some. Uh, there's people who hit us up on SoundCloud. What's 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 good? Uh, shouts out to London, dude. For hit me up from London. Um, thanks for listening, people. Um, <laughs> that made my day this morning. I was like, Oh, oh nice. I mean, people listen to this. Oh no, I can't now. I can't. I can't go into my favorite. I can't go into the countries I hate now. Fuck you, Finland. <laughs> Fuck you and your cheese. I'm, I'm gonna see you in these streets. What? When I, I, <laughs> it's a beef that goes way back. They know why. The Finnish know why. <laughs> Dude, you you like you about to be Trump on this this podcast right now? Uh oh, uh oh. Nah, nah I'm, 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 I'm letting it all hang out. I, I've got too much power now. Hey, you know, you, you might be president. Who knows? <laughs> A man can only dream. <laughs> One day, my biases too will lead me to be a leader of the free world. <laughs> and on that note, guys, girls, thanks for listening. All right, until next time, people. Peace. 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 <laughs>